0: Welcome to the Fan Bros. The show where the Bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, Internet. To another episode of Fan, Fan bros. bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben aka Doctor Strains, aka Soldier Seventy Spliff a.k.a. Hash Ketchum, a.k.a. the anti-trife equation, a.k.a. Arsenio Holiday. Here. Shout out to the dog pound. <laughs> and we are here on Fan Bro Show, Voice of the Urban Geek, the multicultural maestros. And as always, I'm in the spaceship, joined by...
1: Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Aura of the Spaceship, the Black Russian, the Black Rogue, Flex Luthor, the Black Widowmaker, Chance the Parapper, Deuce Piccolo, and Sean John Luke Picard.
0: Yes, 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 yes. The co captain of the spaceship, Sean John Luke Picard.
1: That's my one of my favorites. One of
0: mine, too. No, it's definitely fantastic. <laughs> And this is another classic episode of Fan Bros Show. Thank you to all the new listeners, as always, the new subscribers, the old scribers, everybody up in scribers. here. Subscribers. Scribers. You're like the <laughs> subscribers. I just showed it up real quick. The subscribers are up in here. Thank you for joining us on another episode. Big shout-outs to everyone who checked the Lewis Tan episode tearing up the internet. right now
1: yo yo first of all you see how he understood the whole thirst trap question (laughs) Mm. he he knows he knows but he embraces it he's very humble i will admit that when he said my name i fell out my chair so yeah i'm with everyone who is kind of like losing their minds a little bit lewis is exceptional he's an exceptional person just as just being a regular person, he's awesome as a stomach. He's an awesome martial artist, and I'm really excited for his project with him and Lexi.
0: Most definitely, and I'm also excited for Iron Fist.
1: Contrary to so many people's beliefs on mm. the
0: internet, I am super excited for Iron Fist, mainly because of Mr. Louis Tan. Can't wait to see him in it, and you know, also like you said, Lexi Alexander and Louis Tan. It's looking fire. You know, yeah. Lewis Tan's uh, Twitter, so you can see the trailer or, you know, the little previews they've been giving out. Well,
1: it's like a training session. It's, it's yes. a very quick few seconds, but it shows them doing basically a practice round of something happening in their project, which I believe it will be called The Fireborn because mm-hmm. he's been using those hashtags for the last couple of days and, and also including with the hashtag coming soon. So that must be the name of it. You know, that shit's going to be lit.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, super excited. I also love the other hashtag, can't be faked, which
1: oh. <laughs> oh. I would suggest that people use that hashtag, can't be faked, when you're live tweeting Iron Fist. Uh, yes,
0: <laughs> yes, I would too. I would too.
1: And 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 I and I want it to be clear that if whether you decide to personally boycott Iron Fist. Good on you. Whether you decide I'm watching this shit anyway, good on you. I'm only here to support uh, Louis Stan, the young woman doing Colleen Wing, and uh, RZA.
0: yeah. the directed an episode. Big shout out oh, to Rizza. Oh, shouts
1: to Rizza, Shouts to RZA. Yep. I, I'm not saying I hate Finn Jones or anything like that. I don't even know the man. I don't know him next to Apollo Bean, so hate is not in the equation. I just am not here, as I always say, for Coachella Fist. That's mm. how I feel.
0: All right. Well, you know, I'm a huge fan of Iron Fist, so I'm still holding out hope. I have no hate for Finn Jones, like you said. You know, he's just an actor doing his job. I can't be mad at any man out there getting work. You know, I would have preferred someone else, but he got the job. You know, see what he does with it. Hopefully, he, you know, he stuns the critics as, to, <laughs> you know, lately the critics have not been stunned. So, mm. In, in some real stunning news though that you know I had no idea that this was going on like this man you know and shout outs to the brother ben affleck has you know completed his sobriety course sobriety course i sound sobriety. like I, need, I sound like I need a sobriety course right now and has admitted alcohol addiction man and yeah Whoa! I, yeah like wait
1: has he oh and 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 before i hear any of let me put some respect on her name. Jessica Henwick is playing Collie Wing. But yeah. back to this. Wait, did has he previously mentioned or had an issue with alcoholism? I never
0: heard of it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there might have been some like stuff about Ben Affleck, you know, being a wild I mean, of course we know Ben Affleck was a wild boy in his youth. That goes without saying. You know, him and Matt Damon came so into many. Hollywood. So from many very of these young. actors
1: we're wild boys in the
0: youth. I mean, come on! You're you're rich and young, and you're a white dude. Like, you know what can go wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> nothing apparently. Yeah, like, nothing. So you might learn some mystical arts while you're at it. So oh, who knows? Oh,
0: you know? Yeah.
1: But yeah, but back to this very serious piece of news. Like, I had, yeah. I had no idea.
0: No. And I really like Ben Affleck, you know, as an actor, as a writer, as a director. I've been a fan of him, him and Matt Damon, since *Goodwill Hunting. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, hands down. There's no question about it.
1: So, wait, where did you get this news about this? Because, like I said, I've never heard anything about it. And then from the stuff I'm reading, they're saying that the movie's being pushed back because um, Matt Reeves has a contract for War of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. And production's, not gonna, production's basically going to not overlap it, but it's going to conflict. So he has to do that first. It's supposed to, production's not supposed to begin until 2018.
0: Mm -hmm. Because Matt Reeves is on under contract to at least June uh, with Planet of the Apes. So he can't do any work for any other film until June. So after that, then he has to start pre-production, casting, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, yeah, they won't start production until 2018. And with Ben Affleck, you know, going through everything he's going through right now, he probably needs to take some time off and just relax, you know, be with the family.
1: And- and, and and to your point, it is all over the news now
0: mm-hmm. he
1: he it, I'm actually on n b c news and he has admitted that he is had already undergone treatment for alcohol addiction
2: mm-hmm.
1: and obviously, like you say he's still like this is a alcoholism is a very serious disease Super. and like we don't make light of shit like that at all, so definitely love and light and support to Ben Affleck. hopefully you'll get better soon. And hopefully you'll get back in the back in the saddle.
0: Mm-hmm. For real, man. Cause I love I even loved him as Batman. And I, you know, for the most of that movie I couldn't stand the movie, but you know, I loved his portrayal of Batman. So and I just, you know, he's a great director, actor, whatever you want to say in person. I mean I'm in person. I don't know him in person, but he seems like a good dude. So hopefully it works out for Ben. You know, get get it together, my brother. You know, power through that, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Now, and some news that's I don't know if this is exciting or not.
1: This it made me excited for a different reason. But go I ahead. know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I know. But, folks, Warner Brothers is thinking none of this is confirmed so far. They are thinking of returning to the world of The Matrix.
1: Okay. I saw this the other night, and I I typed and, and physically screamed out loud because I am upset obsessed i've always been and i'm probably have never stopped being obsessed with the matrix and when i say the matrix i'm really just talking about the first movie and then the animatrix like two and three can go to hell however as the the construct and the general idea and then the world building behind the matrix i have always been deep into that and i can talk all day all night about it that being said towards your point about this news The news also includes the fact that Michael B. Jordan may be starring. Here's where it forks off off for me. If they are saying, and, and depending on what you're reading, they use the word reboot. If they're saying their plan is to reboot the original as in kind of redo the first one, but just with new people playing the same roles, I think that's weak. I think that's weak. I think that's unimaginative. And I think that's a waste of a lot, a lot of good material that already exists, let alone material that can be created by new writers, new people who would want to be involved in this project. The Matrix has always been a very purposefully brown production. I say that, and when I say that, what I mean is the fact that it has always been purposefully inclusive of people of color across the spectrum, across intersections. and. For them to maybe decide to do a repo, super missed opportunity if that's the case. Now, in turn, if they're saying that they are going to bring back the universe of The Matrix and Michael B. Jordan's involved, but it's going to be some original story, I am for this. I am here all day long for this because it's such a rich, rich story. And again, if you... I mentioned it just a few seconds earlier, The Animatrix... If you haven't seen the Animatrix, really watch that. It is worlds above and beyond Matrix 2 and 3. Really it is. And it opens up so many doors and so many ideas that Warner Brothers can draw upon. Also, before it, it gets too deep into this conversation, right now the Wachowskis siblings are not involved in this. So I this I really don't know what the hell is happening now.
0: well basically Warner Brothers owns the rights to the matrix so it can happen with or without the Wachowskis and oh yeah absolutely and actually they're the Wachowskis siblings they're not brothers they're both actually trans so they're it's the Wachowskis sisters I I think you would actually say in this case siblings still works siblings still works yeah so shout out to the and um, I'm uh, you basically said it all for me right there, Tatiana. I'm down with it as long as it's an original story. I also want to point out the fact that in the first one, you know, it was supposed to be Will Smith playing uh, the role of Neo, which to me would have brought a whole different idea to it. Like, and I think that was the idea that they were going originally with it. You know, that people of color are, you know, like the center of it. You know, and it's more centered around people of color. So. If they do have Michael B. Jordan and, like you say, go with an inclusive, diverse cast mm-hmm. and everything, then I'd love to see it. But I really think a lot of that really still depends on the siblings being involved because it's their original vision. Oh, my God, we're about to get attacked with the people who are saying that uh, they stole it. Ooh.
1: Well, listen, I'm not going to go into that. That is a whole nother can of worms that I don't care about right now. What I care about is if... WB is doing this Matrix thing that, one, it is a new story or a story that's a riff off of some characters from the original and not just a simple reboot. And that, two, they really make it a point to at least do it in the spirit of the Wachowskis. And when I say that, what I mean is the fact that when they first wrote this, they wrote this with the deliberate intention that this was a movie from the perspective of people of color or supposed to be from the perspective of people of color. Um, Yes. Keanu's half Asian and all that. That's great. Like you said, it was originally written for Will Smith as the lead. And then if you watch through the whole trilogy, you'll see just the, when more of the cast starts adding on and even when they go to Zion and all this other stuff, you see how it's turning out and where they're going. So I think Overall the, the ideology of the Matrix is very interesting and I really hope that they they really do something new and creative with this.
0: And let me let me get an addendum to that because the actual all right, now there is the idea that they stole the movie from a black woman, et cetera, et cetera. But the actual facts or at least some more facts to the story are a lot of the original Matrix is stolen from this comic book, The Invisibles, that's written by Grant Morrison. And it's to the point where there are scenes from The Matrix that are panel for panel from The Invisibles. And Invisibles is about this story about this young man being recruited into this team of people who exist outside reality and are fighting against this overworld that is controlling everything. So it's basically The Matrix, but with different trappings. But when I say it's panel for panel stolen from it, It's bad. And Grant Morrison has been quoted as saying that he was told that people were walking around the set of The First Matrix with The Invisibles. And it gets deeper because he also says that he loves The First Matrix because it focuses on this idea of inner spirituality, much more akin to like an Eastern mindset of religion or spirituality. And then he's like, the problem is they didn't finish it or they ran out of ideas and didn't want to keep stealing from me. And that's why the second and third one goes much more to like a Judeo-Christian ideal, where it's like at the end, Neo is representing Christ, which isn't the point of it, the first one. the first one is that anyone can achieve this, you know, and then it becomes later on that Neo is the chosen one who has to save them all. And that's kind of whizz at.
1: Like I said, I didn't want to get into it only because The Matrix is another one of those things that can be interpreted so many different mm-hmm. ways. It's a, lots of imagery and allegory, allegory and all sorts of things in there. So I, I can talk about it all day long, but this is Fanboy Show we don't have all day long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, so if you
1: want to have a separate conversation about this, obviously, you can hit me up on the Twitters at Tatiana King. If you want to talk to Ben Amin about it, DJ Ben Amin on the Twitters and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, we could be here all day long talking about the Matrix, the Invisibles, you know, ideas being stolen. But we've got a lot more show to get into. We got a super special guest here tonight. And, -hmm. you know, we're going to take a quick break right now and be right back with some more of that good fanboy.
1: Hi, this is Marjorie Liu, and when I'm not bitching about ex machina of the movie, I'm listening to Fan Bros.
3: This is Tanaasi Coates, and when I am not reading *Wicked* and *Divine* or *Darth Vader* or *Velvet*, I'm chilling with the Fan
1: Hello, this is Lexi Alexander. When I'm not on Twitter or kicking people to the head, I'm listening to Fan Show. Should I try it without an accent? It'll never happen.
3: This is Daniel Jose Older. When I'm not writing best-selling ass novels, I'm listening
1: to the Fan Bros. Hi, guys. It's Alfre Woodard. And when you are not skiing, roller skating, skateboarding, punching people out, you should be listening to Bros. The best people are. OK, got to go. Love you, love you. Bye bye.
0: And welcome back, fam bros. I know you've been enjoying this episode, but it is about to get turned up in here in this spaceship right here tonight because returning, you know, it's been a while, man. Last time we had this brother on here, he was just finishing up Psych. He had no idea that he would soon to be starring in Ballers or his upcoming movie, Oh, you knew I was going to do that, Tatiana, and you set me up for failure.
2: Shame.
3: Shame. I didn't say anything. Shame. I didn't didn't
2: say
1: anything. Shame. 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 I
2: didn't
3: say
1: a word. I didn't say a word. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well,
0: we'll get to the title of his upcoming movie in a second, because we have Mr. Dulé Hill. What's happening? At the end of the day, Dulé. (laughs) At the end of the
3: day. What's happening?
1: Badman, badman, Jamaica.
3: You see it? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we doing it up here, oh. chilling with the fam, bros. That's how we doing it over here. You know what I mean? Yes, Shame, though. shame, 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 Ben. Shame.
1: That, shame. shame. Nothing <laughs> has changed. It's still the same. For for those that don't know, and for the new listeners, there's a lot of new listeners. Douay had been on the show like way back, like right in the beginning when we first started. So he is Fambrose fam, and he he knows Ben's issue. <laughs> butcher <laughs> of names. Yeah, this is what
0: but- we butcher of, name. Butch Somebody of names. Somebody else gave me another one the other day, like butcher of names, slaughter of words. Yeah. It's all bad.
1: Ah.
0: Yeah, Killer of pronunciation. <laughs> butcher, of <laughs> I- I no butcher of names and movie <laughs> yes.
1: titles. I see no
0: lies. Butcher of names and movie titles. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yes, Dule Hill, star of the upcoming "Slight." There it is, as in "Slight of Hand." There it is.
3: Is here. Let's say it all together on the count of three. One, two, three. Slight. There it is. You see? <laughs> <Look at that. laughs>
1: you see? I'm just saying slow to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome. Welcome back, yeah. Dulé. Very happy to have you. I know the fan are excited to hear from you. As we just said, it's been a good minute yes. since you were on the spaceship. Since you were last year, your life has changed a lot. You have done a lot more projects. Every time I look at your, your Instagram chats and your Instagram stories, you all on set somewhere. I mean, how does it feel that that Fan Bros effect has elevated your career?
3: I mean, I don't know where I would be without Fan Bros. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. <laughs> when I last came here, my show was ending. I had no idea where I was going next. I came on the show and then look what happened. You see what I'm saying? Boom. <laughs> Boom. Like a rocket ship. You see what I'm saying? That's why I get in the space in the first place. So my career could take off all because of the fan bros. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying?
1: That's how we feel
3: here. You know what I mean?
1: See, this is why I do Layton's fam. You see how he keeps <laughs> I mean, you know, it's been a I mean for time, real, man. though.
3: I'm very thankful, man. I, mean, I said, like, uh, you know, God continuously keeps blessing me. He keeps opening up doors. When one door closes, another one opens. And it's been a great few years. Uh, very thankful to join the cast of Ballers. Had a great time, you know, these last two seasons. And now we're just finishing up filming the third season. I think they just released our premiere mm. date. I think it's like July 23rd or something like that. It's going to be our premiere date for uh for Ballers season three, which I believe will be following Game of Thrones. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be a great night of television
1: mm. on
3: HBO. Uh,
1: that's a great, uh, great, great lead up. Yeah, out.
3: you know, because of Ballers, I met my lovely lady, Jasmine Simon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Ballers can do no wrong in my mind because I... Uh, I've already I've already <laughs> won. <laughs> From the time I did the pilot and met Jasmine, I'm a winner. You see what I'm saying? So life has been really good over there. And then I and then what am I doing after that? What is I did ballers? Oh, and slight. Yeah. One, two, mm-hmm. three. Slide. Slide. <laughs> I'm not repeating it. I have good pronunciation for the most part. No, I mean I did that movie about a year ago. We did it. It was a and it made, it made its way to Sundance. And then Blumhouse uh, bought the rights to it and is giving it a wide release April 28th. Uh, first time director in J.D. Dillard, who's a talented brother. You know, I really did a great job with his script and with the, uh, his, the film itself. And then, of course, Jacob Lattimore is in it, who's a wonderful artist and actor mm. himself. And Storm Reed and Seychelle Gabrielle. And I think it's a, a movie that folks, folks are going to dig. It's like an urban superhero origin story. And I really think that folks will uh, well, will, will get into that.
1: Well, let's, let's let's get into it since we're since we're on that topic because you, as you mentioned, this new movie Slight, it's premiering April twenty eighth. Is that per- correct?
3: Yes, April twenty
1: eighth. I've seen April twenty eighth everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer I actually saw the trailer a couple months back, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of like Chronicle, correct? Because it follows a relatively kind of ordinary young black boy, and just from the surface, it looks like he has magic powers, right? Right. And, but I use the term loosely because we're in the age of superhero movies, and that must mean that this boy got to be a mutant of some sort, and he's an orphan, so, (laughs) like, how, what do you know about, like, the screenplay itself? Like, is this an original screenplay? Was this based on another story?
3: No, it's an original screenplay that came out of the mind of J.D. Dillard and Alex Thur, who's his writing Mm. partner. and. There is a lot of elements of chronicle in it but there's also a lot of elements of Iron Man because he's a you know he, mm. he has the he has the mind to be able to create things to get what he needs out of it. And and it becomes an origin superhero story because I mean he, he ends up he lives in a world where his, his mother has passed away and he's forced to take care of his young sister. And in order to make ends meet, he gets caught up in the local drug trade. And of course, he gets in too deep. So now he has to use his powers to get on out of the hole that he's dug for himself. And where I come into this whole equation is that every superhero story gotta have has to have an arch villain, and that's me. Oh, oh. you see what I'm saying?
1: Oh, wait, wait. So are you like the kingpin mm-hmm. of this? Because number, so so you are the villain of this movie.
3: I am the villain of the movie, which is a first for me. I've never had a chance to play a villain in uh, on film before. So I really, really enjoyed having a chance to sink my teeth into it. You know, I'm a local businessman. Okay, I was gonna. I'm a local businessman trying to handle my <laughs> business. <laughs> If, You're street pharmacist, right? Yeah, you see what I'm saying? If you start messing with my business, we have issues. And that's how it goes down.
1: Slanging that, <laughs> in that cocaina, right? I see. You
3: know what I mean? I'm delivering a product. You know what I mean? I'm a salesman. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. I'm a salesman trying to handle my business. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I'm a cat trying to handle my business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, you, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that was going to be a question I had because I don't recall you ever playing a villain. So for you to be a villain on what looks like gonna be a really big movie, Mm -hmm. how did you even, well, first, how did you go like, yes, I want that? Or were you kind of like, well, I don't really play bad guys. Like, how did you feel about getting into that role? Well,
3: first it came down to me reading the script. And when I read the script and saw the role, I Mm -hmm. said, you know, this will be fun. As an actor, you're always looking to expand your horizons. I mean, because of the shows that I've done on television, I've, you know, I'm mostly known to play the nice guy or even be an earnest right. character, but as you, after you've done that for a while, you look to change it up a little bit. I think that's what keeps it interesting for me as an actor, and I think that's what keeps it interesting for the the, the fans and the viewers. And uh, so when the chance came, mm-hmm. and I met Chance and I got a chance to sit down with JD, and we got a chance to talk about his vision for the film, I was all on board. I said, let's do it. You know, uh, you, you know, go hard or go home. Let's go for it and see what happens. And thankfully, it's been received very well. And hopefully now that it, when it comes out and, and the wider audience gets, gets a chance to see it, they'll be attracted to the movie also.
0: Well, how was it that you got into this role? Like like you said, it's like first time playing a villain. So how did you, you know, find that character, the evil inside of Dulé?
3: Well, we all I mean, look, we all have it. <laughs> I mean, we may not always acknowledge it within ourselves, but we all have that. I mean, I've done it on stage where I've, where I've had to tap into just rage and what and the things that piss me off and, get, and gets me going. So for myself, I just had to really tap into what, like this guy's mindset. My character's name is Angelo, and really, what is it? What are the buttons that people can push that sets him off? Because we all have those buttons. There's always certain certain lines if you cross with anybody, they're gonna be like, "Hold up, cat! Like now you're going too far. Enough is enough." And that's really how mm-hmm. what I tapped into with Angelo. That as these lines are crossed, it causes him to react a certain way. Initially, if you're cool, I'm cool. But if you start if you if you continuously continue to cross me, we're going to have issues. And everybody wants to be respected. And that's all it comes down to. Everybody wants to be respected. So if you're not gonna give me my respect, I'm gonna take my respect. Mm. And I believe that's how right so, it. oh your, your
1: your character's name is An- character's name is An- Angelo. An- okay. An- you know what I'm saying? Angelo the Typical street pharmacist <laughs> the name.
3: The businessman. He's a businessman. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a businessman, Tatiana.
2: You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> you don't know say. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the American mm-hmm. way. It's the American way. I just got one thing to lay on you cats, and I'll split. That I'm split. I am declaring war on anybody who sells drugs in our
0: community. But <laughs> black dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: See, I like how you are doing these alternate yeah. facts with what Angelo is and who he is and what he do. You know, last time I seen, he was slanging Cain. Okay, so.
3: <laughs> but you know, but uh, but the thing with uh, the story itself too is is uh, Jacob's character Bo is a street magician. So we kind of weave in these aspects of of, of magic and uh, uh, card magic and street magic that that he does in general. Those things combined with, with mm. his his powers to then be, be able to get himself out of the hole. It's going to be fun. I, th- I think folks right, are going right. to dig it. I think uh, it's going to be a fun ride for everybody. It was a fun ride for me, so I hope it's do a fun you, ride for everybody.
1: Do you personally believe in magic?
3: Do I believe in magic? I do believe in magic.
1: I mean, yes. I, I mean... And not the commercial, do you believe in magic? I mean... <laughs> Like, do you personally really believe in magic, like that Chris Angel, David Blaine stuff? I mean, stuff. look,
3: I think magic. I think being a magician is a skill set, and if if you know how to do the work, that sleight of hand, then you 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 can make it happen. Now, do I really think that David Blaine or Chris Angel is walking on water? I don't know about all that, but he's doing something to make me believe that he's walking on water. You see what I'm saying? Like, I've I've, I've been mm. like I've been around David Blaine. I've seen him do some you know, some of his tricks and I just don't see how he does it. And I know that there is a way, you know, but of course a magician is only going to reveal their secrets to another magician and I'm not a magician. Mm. So I'm going to constantly be in the dark, you know what I'm saying? But but I think it's a skill set. They know know how to be, you know, they know, they they have the skills with sleight of hand. They know how to make you look one way and make another thing happen. And sometimes, and sometimes Mm. it is also mind manipulation. I mean, you know, in my mind, but I, I mean, look, I try to stay away from honesty. When I get around magicians, I'll, I'll watch it a couple times, and after that, I'm like, nah, I'm done, see? Because you're going to drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving me crazy. I'm not doing that today. Not today. Not <laughs> today. <laughs> At the end of the day, not today. <laughs> don't, don't be putting no hex on you me, Vicky Bobby. I'm <laughs> ain't going down, brother. <laughs> the devil is alive. Oh, the devil no. is alive.
1: No. And, and- and and before I get the well, actually, people, Chris Angel and David Blaine are considered illusionists. I know there's oh, like yeah. different subsets of magic. Well, I get it. In this movie, however, in Slight, we're dealing with a lot of different things. Okay. Yeah,
3: with Slight, I think it's a. It would be a it would be a hybrid of both. There's magic and mm. there's illusion. There's a, you know, mm-hmm. he really he, you know he he knows what he's doing, and pressure will make you dig deeper to be able to figure things out. And that's what I liked about the movie, too. I really loved about the movie is it showed how brilliant we can be as young black men. You know what I mean? In the midst of pressure, pressure, even though we may make a decision that may not be the wisest, when the pressure comes against us, we can figure a way out. No matter how deep we get, we can find a way to, to overcome it. And that's really another thing that really attracted me to the story in general. I mean, not hmm. not my character, but to the story. <laughs> 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 it's so <soft. laughs> He's a street
0: pharmacist. Exactly. I mean, exactly. But yeah. Pressure cooker. Yeah. But okay, on that street pharmacy tip, one quick criticism that I've seen about the film, I mean, people haven't even seen it yet, but from the trailer is the fact, why does an origin story for a new African American hero feature drug dealing? But even in the trailer, the, the film it says that it defies convention. So can we expect a big twist with Angelo and Jacob? Yes,
3: I'm sure that that people will walk away, you know, uh, at ease with how they've how they've woven that into the into the story. It's not something that's being mm. exalted or or a lifestyle that he's attributing himself to, but it also understands sometimes how things happen, where in terms of life will sometimes put you in situations where you'll make a choice that may not be the wisest choice because you think that it's an easy fix, and then you it, it gets you in deeper uh, deeper and deeper. I don't I don't think that they. Uh, I don't think that JD has exalted it in any way. It's just this is a situation he's found himself in and he needs to figure something out quickly. And this is where he find, this is the mess he finds himself finds himself in. I think those critics, I believe, when they see the movie, will be at ease about it. That's what I believe. And if not, hit up the fan bros, you know what I mean? Don't call me, call the fan bros. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now the late sense, everybody are <laughs> away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we got enough haters, Duley. Yeah. Don't worry about that.
2: <laughs>
0: Appreciate it, boss.
1: Yeah.
2: Appreciate
3: it. <laughs> but I think cats are gonna dig it. Though. I think people will. If you are into, you know, the superhero movies and the origin stories, and even and and even uh, some like urban stories, I think people will will dig it. Like this is a, a different way of of combining these two type of genres and telling a story. I think folks are gonna dig and say that was, that was money well spent.
1: Speaking of combining genres, have you seen Get Out yet? Yes, I have.
3: Yes, I have. Which is what do you? Which is starring my man, uh, my my old West Wing co-star, Bradley Whitford. He played the uh, the father mm. in that. You know.
1: All right, right.
3: So I hit up Brad. I was like, "Yo, brother, yeah, I saw those tweets. Yeah, don't ever invite me to your house again, ever. <laughs> because that just, that's <laughs> crazy. But it, but again, even with Get Out, I thought it was an interesting way of of, of telling a story. Like it was a, a different approach or something. It was. I mean, I just thought it was wow. I didn't, I didn't really see that coming, and how they, and how they, mm. and how they approached it. I, mean, I I dug it. I, I got it. You know, I, I was like, hey, I ain't mad at you, brother. It's an interesting story. I loved it actually. Okay. Yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Since you asking me, what are your thoughts on it? I love that yeah. movie. I saw it twice. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I, it was... th- that movie. It allows for so many different interpretations and the, the main reason why I saw it twice is because I wanted to see it with, now that I know what I know, mm. I want to see all of the, the other layers that we've missed. Okay. So I like to speak to people who have seen it to first obviously get what they thought about the movie, but also was there anything that really blew your mind about the movie or is it just generally the way that it was presented?
3: Well, in hindsight, like at the end of the movie, you know, Jasmine and I were just going through and talking about all the different moments of, and that's why that person said that. And that's why this person said that, and that's why this happened at that moment. Like it's, it's all, all coming together. Um, of course, like I mean, my one thing would have been like, hey brother, why don't you leave from the beginning? Like once you start seeing these folks act crazy, like once that once that <laughs> one brother came came yelling at me, t- talking about get out, I'm not going looking out, looking out in the water having some long conversation. <laughs> I'm like, no, baby. We're leaving now, and I'm not even telling you, I'm getting the keys, and I'm getting in the car, and then I'm gonna tell you we're leaving. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, mm. but for the sake of storytelling, I mean, it was, uh, it was deep. I'd say it was deep how they mm. how they did it, and the idea of, I mean, obviously there's some some uh, sense suspense of reality, but that's just that's always the case with with, with film. But not always the case, but a lot of times that's the case when you're dealing in a fantastical world or his fantastical subject matter, you have to suspend some uh, some of the reality. I'm still not going to Bradley Whitford's house, though. Forget that. <laughs> I don't think any black person is ever going back over Bradley Whitford's you know house. Man? If you want to keep black folks away from your house, Brad, you've done it. My man. You can come see me, brother. You can come to my house. Forget that. That was a great movie, though, man. And you know, congrats to all of them for doing what they did.
0: But speaking of Get Out, have you seen or heard uh, about Samuel Jackson's comments about English actors taking work from American actors? Yes. And are you just happy he didn't stream on Jamaica? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 i
3: like, yo, don't, don't be lumping Jamaicans into that whole thing, brother. Jamaicans, Jamaica, we're, we're <laughs> over there taking it easy, brother. Everything Irie over here, easy yourself. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's a... Sh- it's a shame that we have to start focusing on that because there's not enough work out there. You know, and, and that's, I think that, again, like when you get under pressure, you start looking around. I understand what, from, from where Sam is coming, I understand like what his point of view is on certain things, but I also understand in terms of, I'm an actor. And, I, and, as, and as an actor, mm. I don't like being pigeonholed. Like, I can only do that if I'm, if I'm an and Af- I can only play an African if I'm African. Like like if I'm like mm. from Africa, like if I'm from Nigeria, or if I'm from South Africa, or if I'm from No, I mean I'm an actor. I can have the ability to embody somebody, embody an experience. So I do on the flip side think that as an actor, let me give it to the best person who's who's available to do it. Do I think that the mm, do I think funny. that the business I mean, is there has there been a trend as of late? Yes. Do I think that they're not Actors in you know on this side of the pond who can do just as good a job, if not better. Of course there are, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? I think I think uh, my man who did the role, I think he did a great job, and I understand why Jordan cast him in it because I didn't see any I didn't see any issues in his performance of where nah that cat cat didn't hold it down. Nah, he did a great job. So mm. if I'm making a movie, I'm looking for the best actor to, to do the job. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just so. But I, but I, again, I understand the sentiment of where, of where I, you know where Samuel's coming from. It's just because because of the trend that has happened as of as of late. But that just that's more I think a subject of the business itself not create not creating enough opportunities when we know it's marketable and we know that our stories make money. So why are we not do, making more of our stories? Why how come more of our stories aren't being made? there shouldn't be such few roles that it, that we can point to that it becomes in, even something that we're aware of. It should be a wide range of roles out there for us to do because we sell. Our stories are interesting to people. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think it's more of a, a reflection and uh, to the business as a whole, you know? But I'm like, hey, big up to my British counterparts. You know what I mean? Keep doing your thing. I love it. Keep doing the work, man. It's all about, to me, like, it's all about the work. It's all about the art. And if you're putting it down, you got a fan of me. <laughs> Look at for that. you,
1: Mr. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I like you know,
3: it. Man, you know, but it's, I mean, it's also like a thing, too. Like, uh, there's an old Jamaican saying that says, you know, what's for you can be un for you. Right? So mm. I truly believe that what is yours is yours and what is mine is mine. So I don't need to get caught up in, in all of, I don't need to get caught up in all that. Like, What's coming my way is coming my way. I know that God has put his hand on my life, and he's opening up the doors for me, and what he opens up, no one can close. But if he closes it, no one can open. So if I'm meant to get that job, I'm getting that job. If I'm not, then I won't. It's as simple as that. I'm going to do my work and keep walking my path. But after that, I leave everything at his throne of grace. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need to get caught up in all mm. of that other stuff. Now, I do, again, I can take, pull the lens back and then look at, look at the business as a whole, but it, le- it becomes less about it becomes less about I should have had that job. It's more just like, look at the business, like what's happening right here? So I can and, and I should be able to have had that conversation without being offended either. But I should be able to have had that conversation mm. and say, like, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, yeah, that makes sense. And we sh- probably can do a better job in creating more stories. That's my preaching. Moment. That's my preaching moment for the hour.
1: Well, we need that. I mean that that's one of the reasons why we were very excited to speak to you because Mm -hmm. we know that like you you know the real, and then you also have a great point of view, and you can get it across in a way that people could really understand. And you had just mentioned the fact that we have new stories, we have things that we want to come across. You yourself, you've produced many different things, and I'm wondering, are you interested in going the writer director route? I mean, uh, I I don't. Not at
3: this point. Or are you like,
1: that's too much? I mean, it's funny. I mean,
3: <laughs> at this point in my life, I don't. I still don't have the passion to do it. And by God's grace, life will be longer for me. And maybe that will come up at some point. Mm. But I truly believe that you should only do, especially in terms of art, I believe you should only do what you're passionate about. Me just trying to mm-hmm. do it because, oh, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a go and make get in. You know what I'm saying? Just because Jordan did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm
1: saying? Like,
3: <laughs> I was like what? I was like, yo, stay in your lane, right. like,
1: well, well, I didn't mean it like that. Like, just do it, get the money. Like, I didn't mean, it. I didn't mean it like that. I was saying, in terms of if you had an interest, and in it. if it's something like you're, you you'd rather be on the acting side, that's cool too. I, I
3: love the idea of, I love the idea of telling stories as, as an actor, uh, as a tap dancer, and I love the idea of trying to put projects together. So I, I feel that I would. Desire to produce more before I even thought about writing, and 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 maybe and maybe even mm. maybe in terms of television, I would direct a drama at some point, like an like an episode. I don't think I ever would want to be a an episodic director, but but the idea mm. of, of doing it, I think I would maybe at some point enjoy doing that because I've I've most of my career has been in the world of television, I, and and I feel like I I got I have a handle on it, and I think it's something that may interest me in. In pieces, like it, I, as I said, I wouldn't want to be a just a career as an episodic, episodic director, but if I was doing a project or doing a show, or a friend was doing a show, yeah, I'll come and do one episode here, one episode a right. year and a half later, you know, things like that. I don't have any ambition, though. It's funny, and I don't have any ambition to direct a film, maybe theater, though, maybe okay. the stage, because I do love mm-hmm. the stage, so maybe yes,
1: I, you I do could
3: see stage. myself directing something on stage. Writing a play? No. That's it, man. Writers, (laughs) writers have it hard, man. I give a lot of props to writers, and that's and that's think think for myself. That's why I respect the words so much of writers, because to Mm. start with a blank canvas and create this this entire world, it takes a lot of you know blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of alone time, just to sitting there and and nuancing every moment. So a lot of times for me as an actor, the least I can do is bring the rewards that you wrote to life. To me. It just as an honor of your process. It's the least I could do it. Mean, instead of me just saying, oh, I'm getting the general gist of it. Nah, shit. Like, I, mm-hmm. I I worked my ass off on this thing for the last five years, three years. However long it took me to create this project, at least give me some takes where you're saying my words. You know, that's just what I believe in general.
1: You got know? you, got you. So that means we're going to see Angelo tap dance on umbral. You see what
3: I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be slight. Wait, wait, I, I got one. message <laughs> I got one for
0: you for the for the stage even. You do get in right. Mm-hmm. A white family <laughs> comes to visit the black family, and was oh, like, no. come on, y'all get, get in. in. Like y'all oh. just come in, they have some food, awesome no. like
3: they just treat them great. You know, it's all wonderful. It's just a um, happy story, you know, <laughs> you know. and, it's, and it's a musical. And, <laughs> and that's it's it. a musical. We'll start to yes. we'll doing the dancing and all that. Get in, y'all. Come on. <laughs> oh God. <gosh. laughs> It's
0: like okay. a family Why? reunion. They just happen upon it. We can't wait. to can
3: let you slide. Come on. You know, everybody, clap your hands.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Yes. so much child.
3: Bring the Cupid's shuffle oh, to Broadway. Oh, my God. What? That's funny, man. That's funny. This is supposed
1: to be a serious interview. <laughs>
3: Get in. Oh, gosh. That's coming.
1: Oh, my God. That's coming. I have never... <laughs> Ever heard such ignorance from Ben in my life? What are you talking about? Oh. You're on this show every week. <laughs> this is this that one took the cake, though. That one definitely took the cake. Um, and for the
3: record, it was Ben's the, idea. That was Ben's idea. You see what I'm saying?
1: Oh, <laughs>
3: what I'm saying. I just jumped on the bandwagon. When they wacky. do the parody, I know that's it. Oh, that's so, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, that's comedy. Duley, so. So, because you have that background in being a producer, how if someone was interested in doing producing, how would they get involved? Oh man,
3: don't get me to lie. I mean, and, and when you say I have a background, I mean I'm not some kind of type of.
1: Well, you you have some experience. Yes. Let's say that yeah,
3: I'm not some prolific there producer. You know. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have produced things, but uh, yes. I mean, I think it's just a matter of finding a project. I mean, just it's one is be is being tenacious. It's finding a project mm. that you're interested in, interested in. In the end, it just comes down to tenacity. That's the word, and and putting things together piece by piece.
2: Okay, nice. Yeah.
1: All right. Do you have like a dream project or even like a series or universe that you want to be involved in?
3: Uh, for myself, as a, I mean, I would love to be a part of a project where I get a chance to dance. On, this, well there's two. One where I would like to, where we get a chance to. Tap on screen, like uh, for me to be able to do a, a TV show mm-hmm. where my character was a tap dancer. Mm. Oh, I would love it. I would just not that not, and not that, that was the, the 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 train that was moving the story along, but that's just an, an an attribute of of who this character is. Where we could organically work in me being able to tap on screen. You know, every other episode, every few episodes would be would be a dream for me. Right, and, it's a, and it's a similar thing in terms of theater with a play and I've done musicals where I've danced but I really would like to do a play it's a straight play where the character is a tap dancer so whatever story we're telling that's just an attribute of who he is and anything that comes from that say if there is any music that that my character would dance to it happens Mm -hmm. organic it happens organically on the stage it's either a turntable or a radio or you know someone has a saxophone or a guitar or something like that instead of it being and now here comes the music, and now we're going to perform this number. This guy is dancing because in the story he really is sitting there just shuffling for a second. Those would be my two like ideal, that. my two ideal projects, and I've yet to be to be able to crack the story that actually makes those things work. Mm-hmm. But that's something that I've I've walked around with for a while that I would love to be able to see to fruition at some point. I would I would love to do any one of those projects.
0: So excellent. You, you just couldn't work in, like, having Larry on Ballers just be up there tap dancing one day when, like, the dude walks in the room. You know, like, well, he's just practicing.
3: It, man? You know what I mean? Be like, Charles Green, how you doing? I'm just yeah. practicing my stuff real quick. <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he just got the you tap know? floor in
0: the office yeah. to the side. Yeah. You
3: know, relaxes the mind, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bigger than my problems when I have on my tap shoes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> what? What? You got to watch
0: Ballers, Tatiana. You got to
2: understand.
0: My <laughs> oh, man is doing these. Yeah, can we just real quick, can we talk about it? I don't know we have the season three coming up. And your character yeah. is just one of my favorite things on Ballers, hands down. Like, it's you and the rot right dog easily because.
3: Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, my God. Larry's such the, the ninja you love to hate or love to love. <laughs> you know, it's like hate yeah. to love,
3: you know. I,
0: how much of that is in Dulé? I
3: mean, I, I think the, I mean, anytime we do a, you do a role, it, it's a collaboration between what's on the page and what the cat, what the actor brings to it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is, is myself and how I approach the material. But yep. They've also given me a good material as a launching pad, especially going to season three. I really love what they've done for mm. the character for season for season three. Uh, I mean, that's one thing that that attracted me to to the idea of of playing Larry also was, again, it was expanding the world in terms of the type of work and the type of characters that I play. Because he comes across as a, as a nice guy when you first meet him, and then he just really, he's <laughs> like, yeah, this dude got issues, yo. It's like, yo, Larry, man, you got issues, B. It's like my man. At the end of the day,
1: you and asshole. Can you share anything? Can you share anything about what people can expect from your character in the next season? In uh, Season three. I mean,
3: I think uh, a lot of uh, Seaford's true colors start to come out
1: mm.
3: in season three. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I don't want to give away too much because I don't know I don't know how much they actually want to reveal. But I think in season three you'll start to see a lot of Seaford's true colors come come to a head. You know, you know a, a a fox can only be in sheep's clothing for so long. Oh, you know you know what I'm saying <laughs> so, I mean, oh
2: yeah. Ooh,
0: it's not looking know. good for bidman
2: it's <laughs> 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 oh, funny
3: but it's, it's gonna be a great season I think that the stories that they've come up with you know in terms of the entire world of, of ballers I think I, any, anyone who's been a fan of the first two season seasons is going to really ex- expand on that fandom in season three.
0: It's awesome, be man, because I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it more than I even thought I would. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, The Rock, like I say, it's just always great. And then, mm-hmm. you know, like, just the, like you said, just how he's just been slowly but
3: slowly been like, wow, this guy right here. okay <laughs> <Like, Like>, yo, <laughs> hold on you. What's, what's happening right now? I thought we were on the same team. What's going on right here? Nah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's I it. I mean, but you don't, I mean, you don't get to become a GM at such a, a, a reasonable young age mm-hmm. being on being some, you know, just being, Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nice guy. Like you got to know how to be cutthroat and know how to switch it up. You know, it's, it's, it's all about chess and he knows how to play the game. You, you know, that's really what he, that's what, what he's doing. He's uh, trying to, I guess, uh, self-preservation and trying to handle his business to get to, <laughs> to do what, to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. But it's, uh, it'll be fun. I think people are going to enjoy the season. I'm looking forward to it coming out. Safe is back.
0: hmm So when that uh, baller season four rolls around, you know, can the fan bros get a walk on, you know, extra, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'll get fired, you know, mm-hmm. I don't mind, whatever. <laughs> oh, <God>.
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> I just
1: want to be up in the scene. I don't have to be saying anything. I could just be giving somebody a side eye. I'm good. See, I don't I think, any lines.
3: And now, if my name was Dwayne Johnson, then I would say you got it. <laughs> but my name is Dulé Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? you gotta know your lane, man. You know what I'm saying? I know my lane. I, 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 and it's gonna be on all on you know on the air and all that stuff too. They gonna say Dulé said that I can come No, Dulai ain't say nothing. <laughs> Dulay said, go check with Dwayne. That's what Dulay said. Mr. Johnson. You know
1: what I'm mean? <laughs> Yeah, we're not on first name basis yet.
3: Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's comedy. Oh, but yeah, I mean, we're actually we're actually filming in LA now. Like we, the show moved to LA this year, mm. which has been it's been great. So we don't have to do the, the back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, shooting in Miami. But the world expands in Ballers in season three, so there'll be a lot of moving around in terms of even where the stories take place. So I think folks are going to dig it, you mm. know. And maybe season four, maybe season four, we can get the fan bros on there. You know what I mean? You, you know no. what I mean? We'll see yeah. what happens. In- <laughs> at the end of the day what we know is that we don't know (laughs) that's what we know I'm not asking you
1: for nothing ever again (laughs) (laughs) ever (laughs) he got
2: philosophical on us
1: (laughs) well Dulé you have survived the interview segment of the Fan show and to conclude this we are going to enter right into the BRAP segment I don't know if you remember this but this was the quick fire somewhat rapid answer (laughs) (laughs) question and answer session. Um, We're going to give you some choices and you're going to have to pick one, all right? Okay. All right. The first. (laughs) (laughs) Blue Cage or Black Panther? Ooh, Black Panther.
0: The Falcon or War Machine?
3: War Machine. Magneto
1: or Professor X? I'm
3: going to say Magneto.
0: Lex Luthor or Dr. Doom?
3: You know what, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna change that. I'm okay. gonna change okay. that to, to, to Professor X, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because growing up, you know, all my cousins used to call me Professor Boulder because I had a big ass head. So I'm gonna <laughs> you, I, I have an affinity for the professors. So Professor X, that's what I'm staying with.
2: Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's what I'm staying with, Professor X.
2: Oh, I, I don't know if I can go on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Professor
2: Boulder. Rock.
3: That was that was my nickname growing up. Ask any one of my cousins. All in cats in Jersey to call me oh, Professor Boulder Rock. <laughs> I had the same size that I had now, but I had a ten year old body.
1: Oh. <sighs> that you're a very unique child. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Um Yeah, uh Lex Luther or
3: Doctor too. <laughs> mmm. I say Lex Luther. I thought so. Yeah. I'll say Lex Luther. Yeah. Oh wow. And I'm gonna stay with that.
0: <laughs> Seems to be a reoccurring theme. Bro.
1: Oh god. <laughs> all right, Wakanda or Zamunda? Say it one more time. Wakanda or Zamunda?
3: Ooh. Well, see, I mean Zamunda. Now, see, I, I don't know like all this, all this whole comic world, but I mean, but you talking about the prince of Zamunda?
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Zamunda
3: Zamunda, man, man. come on, man (laughs) Come on (laughs) Good point
1: She is a queen
3: (laughs) Yes Come on, on, man
1: Okay We're definitely using that sound clip
3: (laughs) (laughs) On my next album (laughs) Okay Ballers or Psych? Ooh, I gotta go with Psych, forget that I mean, yeah, mm. yeah, psych man. Come on, psychos. What's happening, psychos? Mm. Y'all always come first. You know what I'm saying? Good mm-hmm. boy, son. Mm. Got to hold down. Got to you gotta hold on <laughs> yes. the psych fans.
1: Dooley like, let me cover my ass. I know they listening. <laughs> you, know, they're
3: psych <laughs> fans, you know what I'm saying? Forget that. <laughs> and they you know. are serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, the psych fans are foundation. I will always have love for the psych fans first. Mm-hmm. Always for the rest of my career because the psych fans have been the greatest fans ever.
2: hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. All right. Salute to the psychos out there.
3: That's right.
1: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Ooh, I
3: think I'm going to go with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I love Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. The Wire or Breaking Bad?
3: Ooh, I never watched Breaking Bad, so I'm going with The Wire. All right. <laughs> see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That, so why why it was a joint? There it is. <laughs> okay. Mm.
1: Your favorite Wesley Snipes movie?
3: Ooh, my favorite. Now see, now this this is. I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go with Sugar Hill,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm gonna tell you
3: why I gotta go with Sugar Hill, because I played Romello at 17. Yep. You see what I'm saying? I came to say mm-hmm. good night, Sal. So Sugar Hill, I gotta go there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, Wesley has so many roles, though, man. I mean, you know, I mean, come on, man. I mean, Wesley am I my brother's keeper? I mean, come on, New Jack City. Okay. Come on. Okay, the
0: one that you're not in. What's your yeah. favorite?
3: I would say, I would say New Jack City. Nino Brown.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Nino Brown. Whew. It's the American way.
2: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <Just,
0: laughs> I mean, fire. <laughs> All right. What character death struck you the worst in any medium—book, film, TV, comic, whatever? What hurt your
3: heart? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, rushing towards the next question, you come with some some deep joints on. (laughs) Oh man, what character? Oh, that's a hard one. That is a hard. I mean, it's probably. I mean. It probably is this book. I didn't really care for it. Actually, I actually don't think I ever saw the movie, but I think it's this book called Kite Runner. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that story mm. really had uh, had had drew drew me in. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, that's when it comes to comes to my, you know, right at the
1: top of the head, so
3: I'm right. a,
0: I'm that That's a, 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 go a first that good one. Good one.
1: That's a good one. And finally, if you could have any one superpower, what would it be?
3: Mm. If I could have any one superpower, what would it be? I probably would say flight because I have family all over the place. I mean, we Jamaicans. We got family in Toronto, in New Jersey, in Florida, in Jamaica, in, in London. You know what I mean? And, you know, you start buying all in plane tickets going back and forth. That starts getting expensive. If I didn't have to buy a plane ticket, then I'm good to go. I can go to Jersey right now this weekend. You know right. what I'm saying?
1: Got to go to so Carabana in the that. summer.
3: You see what I'm saying? I could have went to Trinidad for Carnival. You see, mm. I didn't go to Trinidad this year for Carnival. You know, I could I could be doing those things, but I was like, <laughs> you know, and, and I like to have a, a a a like a bird's eye view of things. I'm more that kind of person anyway. We like to get a look at the the whole picture. So mm. I, think I would I would like to be able to just see the lay of the land before I decide where I'm gonna, you know, I disembark.
1: All right. Very good. Very, Very good. good answer.
3: There it is. There it is. <laughs> that was a deep question.
1: <laughs> you gave a deep answer. <laughs> <laughs> See? Well, you have survived the rap segment. You have survived Fanbro show, your second tour. Congratulate oh, yeah. yourself.
3: Thank you, Doolet. You did a great job, man. Keep it up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta come back for round three. Round three. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> okay. Make sure make sure you let the bros know where they could find you.
3: Uh in terms of what, like uh like online,
1: media. Oh. websites, everything, all that.
3: Everything is at dooley hill. On Twitter, I'm at dooley hill, on Instagram, I'm at dooley hill, on Facebook, I'm at dooley hill. It's all right there. I keep it simple. And I'm always there, I'm always lurking around there somewhere, saying something, doing something. So and hit me up. I love interacting with folks too. So if you watch the fan bros, hit me up and tell me tell me what you thought of my answers and all that. We can go back and forth on it. Always love though. Uh-huh. Oh,
0: oh, that's coming soon, then, dear ready.
3: you going to regret that. Be. I'm going to hit up Tatiana and be like, yo, why didn't you tell me, Tatiana? <laughs> I didn't say Damn, yo. Listen. <laughs> you supposed to send me a little message or something, a little signal, a bat signal or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Fanbros. We hope yeah. you enjoyed this interview with Dulé Hill, and we'll be back with more Fanbros Show. Always well, a pleasure. Till next time.
0: This week's episode of the Fan Show is brought to you by our friends at Loot Crate.
1: Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items, as well as some dope pop culture gear.
0: For less than $20 a month, you can get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and so much more. Remember, Go to LootCrate.com slash FanBros and enter the promo code FanBros at checkout to save $3 on any new subscription.
1: And when you get your Loot Crate, tweet us, send us a photo, Snapchat us, show us the goods. Make sure you share the great material that you received in your crate. And now, let's get back to the show.
0: Now y'all went on ahead and get on in with us over here <laughs> on the Bros show.
1: I don't think enough people understand how fun Doulet is. Like, they see him in something, they like, go, Oh, he's a cool guy. But he's really a fun guy, he really has gems that he drops all the time. So, definitely mm-hmm. support that man.
0: Yes, make sure you shout him out like he said. Hit him up on Twitter at Dule Hill. Let him know what you think about the episode. You know, (laughs) at Fan Show when you do it. You know, we need those retweets with them big dog celebrities in the house. So you know, hit him up. You know, tell him what you thought of that episode. All that good stuff. And now it's time for one of my favorite segments. I think we didn't have this last week, but look at it now. The guac is extra. Mm-hmm. Big shout outs to Super Bad Larry for that incredible drop. As always, the guac okay. is extra. If you have a question for us, hit us up. Contact the at fanbros.com or on the Twitter at fanbros show on the Instagram at fanbros show. Y'all. y'all, y'all, was hitting us over the head today on the Instagram <laughs> with them joints, you know. And I, we we
1: trying feel... to faucet, you trying to faucet on too too hard? <laughs> no, nah, no, nah,
0: nah, I'm loving it. Thank y'all. Okay. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Yeah. No, turn that faucet all the way on. I need them hot takes on Instagram. Hit us <laughs> up. I mean, actually, yeah, the Instagram has had a lot of hot takes in the last few days. Jesus. Ooh, and speaking on some of those hot takes, you know, this is Walk where we answer questions from the listeners. But, Tatiana, tonight I got a question for you. Okay. All right. You're a big fan of the comic book saga.
1: Mm-hmm. I love
0: it. Yes, Brian K. Vaughn, Fiona Staples, incredible work. If you're not reading it, go ahead and pick it up right now. And I'm not going to spoil anything from it, but I just got a little question about Saga. The two main characters, mm-hmm. Marco and Alana, what race are they, Tatiana?
1: What race do they look like?
0: Yeah, I mean, we both know that there are different <laughs> alien races. Yeah. There are two alien characters, but yeah. I mean, I guess I would say what race do they look like.
1: Do they appear to be?
0: hmm
1: Honestly, it could go many different ways. Some people, by first glance, may say, like, Marco's white, but then they could be Asian. Like, if you wanted to... Again, you said they were aliens, but if we're using Earth terms, then, yeah, they could go either way. Mm-hmm. They... Depending on how they're colored, sometimes they have a tan... Basically, they could be racially ambiguous mm. for some people.
0: Okay, I, I, like I, I, the don't... Rock,
1: like the Rock. He's racially ambiguous. <laughs> he he can appear as he, he may be. Vin Diesel's another one of those folks.
0: <laughs> Most that definitely
1: can can pass for anything, and yeah. So I don't really know how to answer your question.
0: Yeah, Vin Diesel and The Rock's genotypes Genotypes are all kind of messed up, basically. All kind of mixed all around, as they say. How did you say
1: messed up, though? I mean, not,
0: <laughs> no, not messed up, obviously. Mixed not. around? Is no. that what you're trying to say? Yeah, and, and speaking on that, on the last Dulé Hill episode, I was talking about The Rock. And if, you know, wow. 10-year-old me grew up or just transformed into The Rock, you know, it'd be like, life is great. So it's not messed up at all, <laughs> folks. Like, <you> know?
1: <laughs> so, I know what you meant. I was just busting your chops.
0: <laughs> Definitely. But what I am talking about, Tatiana, is like when we applied the idea, people have been getting on me lately about race, you know, because I had some statements on a previous episode where I said that race is basically an imaginary concept. But I just wanted to clear one thing up. My whole point about that was that race as under a white supremacist system is an imaginary concept, like uh. yes, we have different genetic markers, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, your skin is not the only thing under which you are you know um, oppression. you know It's like people would find other things. If all of us turn white tomorrow, they would say, "Oh well, your hair is still curly so or nappy or whatever you want to say, you know, so you have to mm-hmm. you know do the slave work, et cetera, et cetera. you know, you go to prison, all these different things. But my point being is that it's still an imaginary construct because there's only one human race. Like there's we're all of the scientifically, you know, we can all mate with each other. We can all have children. It's not you know, we're not donkeys you know, or, you know, horses and asses or whatever, you know, it's not like cows and kangaroos trying to have sex. It's not happening. You know, we are all one race and yes, we are living under a white supremacist system. And I recognize under that system, I am a black male. I'm an African American and I understand everything that goes along with it. I've lived in this den my whole life. You know, if anyone who listens to this show ever knows that I'm the first one to talk about, patriarchal white supremacy and the problems with it. But the problems with it, like, bitch, shout out to and Alexander. Like she said on the show, the problems with it is that, you know, misogyny, you know, racism, et cetera, et cetera, all these things affect everyone to different scales. You know, like, just be, it, just because you're white doesn't mean that you're not affected by racism. Just, you're still living under this system. You might have some benefits that, you know, a black person doesn't, but you're still living under the system. And the system is always trying to keep people separate so they don't realize they're living under a system and unite to fight against that system. Okay.
1: Well, a lot of people didn't understand your point the first mm-hmm. time around
0: but for real you know that's my also my other point of the question and my point being is like we apply these things to fictional characters like marco and alana like you said are racially ambiguous but alana is also quite brown so people would you know take her as maybe african-american maybe spanish you know etc she could be a latina bun- latina she could be a bunch of different races but the point being is she's an alien woman she's not any of those above things, she didn't grow up under this system. She doesn't have any of that stuff. Even when you cross the ocean, you know, an African isn't going to consider himself, you know, a black person. He's going to say, "I'm Nigerian." You know? I was just, yeah. I was
1: just actually going because what I like some other people, even I know you personally, so I've <laughs> always known what you meant. However, yep. I expressed to you that I understood why some people were giving you the side eye because. <laughs> Based on the way it came out the first time, it was just like, so what are you saying? you saying there's no such thing as black people? That's why I also made the statement that I don't care what anybody says, I'm still black. However, I- I'm glad you brought that up because I was just going to say the the best way to describe what you're expressing is your point. What you tell us, like when you go to Ethiopia yes, to DJ and how you view, when I say us, I'm talking about all the people who work on Fan Show. Ben I mean was sit down with us and tell us the way it is over there in terms of their because again, that is the makeup of that country. But over there there is no such thing as, oh, that's a black man is no, everybody's Ethiopian.
2: Pretty
0: much. And
1: and again, that's a whole that's another that's a different area, that's a different society. There's a whole different stuff going on over there versus in United States. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that some of the problems that we re- get here don't happen there. It's just that it is a lot of different things going on.
0: It, it's a lot of different things, and it's a whole different yeah. viewpoint of the world. But at the same time, they are, are as affected by the system of white supremacy as anyone else. Right. Like I said right. before, to different degrees and in different ways.
1: Ooh. Well, I'm gl- I'm glad you're you're clearing this up, and I'm sure there'll still be people who don't either don't agree with you or still don't get it. So to hey. that. If, you, if it's just like you just don't agree and you're like fuck you Ben I mean then hey th- you do what you but if you are just not really clear on what he's trying to say or trying to express I would definitely suggest you hit him up directly
0: and you know if you really have a problem with anything you we say you can always hit us up with a question you know and ask us and it could we be will a block answer questions. you right here. Yes, the guac questions, Tatiana. And, you know, I like this one right here. Bitch, shout us to Instagram popping today. And out underscore cast from Instagram hit us up and said... With the recent success of leading people of color in TV, Luke Cage, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, woo, it's popping. You know, Atlanta, uh, Insecure coming back in July. Woo! All right. It's my 23rd, right? Yes, yes, yes. And Marvel <laughs> beginning to seemingly move more people of color to the front with Riri Williams and Miss America Chavez as powerhouse characters. What other lesser-known characters would you guys like to see represented in their own leading project
1: cheers. like already new characters what what, i
0: okay clarify new
1: characters are characters that already stand and i want them to have their own project
0: yep that are like lesser known you know maybe haven't made the jump to you know tv or film yet
1: Hmm. well see that's the thing when it comes to comics if they're lesser known i personally probably don't know them because (laughs) I've, (laughs) i've 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 Relatively recently got into comics, so I'm not going to know the lesser-known people because I haven't been that deep in it in the first place. If you're going to ask me about characters that are well-known that need to be pushed to the forefront, hello, Storm, Aurora, hello, Mm -hmm. people like that. I'm not sure... I mean, Jubile Jubilee is a good one. Jubilee has been there have been more stories about her, but that's a good one to have something more of a of a forefront character as opposed to a supporting character. Yep. I again I from a comic book only perspective, I I'm, my suggestions will be limited.
0: No, oh, well, you know, I am <laughs> Mr. Comic Sock. So um let me no. take off the gloves <laughs> real quick and, no. I, you know, answer this. No, but, uh, and bitch Father out God. to V Gibson from Instagram, who also asked, do you ever think would Abilene bring Blue Marvel into the MCU, the Marvel movie universe? And that right there answers the question because, God willing, <laughs> because one day I would love to see the current Ultimate series written by Al Ewing transformed into either a TV series with an unlimited budget like they're doing with the, the Inhumans or mm. a movie series because it would take a huge monster budget. And I would actually probably even go for TV because it's got really deep concepts and it you know needs time to breathe and everything. So I would definitely go there. He also asked, V. Gibson actually asked, would Blue Marvel or, or Icon win in a fight? Icon is a character from the Milestone universe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's uh, been a lot of legal issues, a lot of behind-the-scenes issues, why Milestone hasn't returned to the forefront. And I would love to see their entire run of characters, everyone in their universe, needs more love. Most people know them for Static Shock from the cartoon, that's the Milestone universe. So Static, you know, Icon, Zombie, Hardware, the Blood Syndicate. All of these are great books. Look them up if you've never heard of them, and I'd love to see any of them. And last but not least, as mentioned before, is Miss America Chavez and the whole Young Avengers because that's one of my favorite comic books. It features one of my favorite gay couples in comics, the Holtling and the Wiccan. I just love them to death. I love damn near everyone in that book, and so I would just love to see that translated. That, too, would need to be TV, though. Definitely TV.
1: Let me add one that, well, while people may argue whether the term lesser known applies to her, I think from an outside of geek culture perspective, no one knows who the hell she is. Vixen. Mm. I am so tired of these stupid-ass CWC drops Mm -hmm. where they do these short-ass cartoons. And then they, like, just get That is a dope-ass character. Always has been. And I just feel like she's never really been... What's the word? She's just never been featured. Like she really should be, and they've never really used her to her greatest potential. At least on when it comes to, like TV or even movies. And the the woman can the woman can 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 utilize the power of any animal, dude. I mean, any. She did,
0: but she is dead in love on Legends of Tomorrow right now.
1: I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. I'm talking about.
0: You got to get with it, Tatiana. On the low Legends of Tomorrow is like the most ridiculous and like corniest. It took the place of Flash as the corny good show.
1: The corny good show? Yeah,
0: it's super okay. corny. It's yeah. all the way corn, but it's it's like it knows it's corny. So it works. Oh. Yeah. And she dead in love on there, so you know, you gotta give some love to it. While you know, while she did in love, that's how they get more love. So tomorrow you, know, you might need a live street, you know? A little legend. Do you
1: know how amazing it would be to see Vixen on in a movie?
0: I know. Yeah. Facts. With, with the real with some real budget behind her. Yeah.
1: Holy shit, yeah, man. Money. I would or even at least like or to, at least a TV show like come on I mean get you you could throw any other motherfucker up on the CW why not? Mm, whatever
0: yeah, I would just whatever. love to see even if they gave her like 30 minute animated joints to that alone because those animated joints are dope. It's just they're not long enough.
1: it's they're so short it's yeah. oh God it's they really can stress to put a lot more thought and work behind it. I understand that that may not be the first person you think of, but maybe that's why you should get into it. That's not the first person people think of, but people know of. A lot of people don't understand these characters' powers and all of the different ways you can go with it. Mm-hmm. I'm also saying this as a writer because I'm just like, oh, damn, you can go any direction with this.
0: Yep. No, Whatever. I agree. You know, Whatever. I'm just,
1: I'm just man. I'm just a podcast host. So no, wh- trust wh- me. <laughs> no, I, I mean,
0: you know. Okay. You know, let it be known. Um oh no, next... I I gotta get this one in. You
1: wanna get this one? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Picture me Roland, which is just classic in oh, itself.
1: Cute.
0: Said who would win in a fight between a penguin with a chip on its shoulder or an overweight seagull with nothing to lose? See try to think of a real oh, question and
2: him, so.
1: a penguin with a chip on its shoulder or an overweight seagull with nothing to lose. So yep. I am at a loss for words. I'm going to mind my business for a little bit and see if I can perhaps answer this. I am going to also keep talking just a little bit longer to give you more time to think about your answer or you're good. All right, great. Right away. What's your answer?
0: Overweight seagull with nothing to lose. (laughs) Right away, bitch! Shout outs to why? Because bitch! Shout outs to Margery Bennett, the author of Animosity, and her portrayal of seagulls has frightened me from seagull oh. forever. And I never after birds anyway because I read Alfred Hitchcock's the birds, the birds at a young age, and it messed me up. And I never—I mean, penguins are bad, but they can't fly, so no overweight seagull. It's a problem. Mm-mm. But
1: wouldn't an overweight seagull be able to fly, or it's just real you got nothing long? to lose? <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna and i read animosity i'm just like where was the bad seagull what what book was that oh in? they're
0: in the they're in the one-off the animosity to rise you gotta oh the off. one-off okay yep. okay okay
1: yep. okay i i would have to see this that's a that's a very different type of question
0: mm-hmm. yes
1: i like that in the sense that i it doesn't Linked to anything. <laughs> no. It's just really a question out of the fucking blue. Thank you for that question, Picture Me Roland.
0: Yep. And we answer anything. All right. One more. What else we got, time for? Uh, Tatiana?
1: Oh, man. You cannot speak. No, it's terrible. What happened? This is actually from the internet at large. Mm-hmm. What happened to Trifling Heights and Special Delivery? Oh. All right.
0: Well, um,
1: Donald well, Trump
0: happened to Trifling Heights. <laughs>
1: Let me really, let me explain. Honestly, nothing happened to it. The problem is the same five fuckers kept showing up in Trifling Heights. And like we, like anybody else, I would think that we and everyone else would get tired of us constantly talking about Chump and all of his monkeys and everyone that rolls in that circle. I just, unless there's somebody else that's really doing some trifling shit that, we either find out about or you guys tell us about it's it's just been relegated to the same the same clown show so i just don't want to keep bringing them up and bringing their name into our show because it's not it's not gonna do anything for us
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like uh shout out to van jones because uh, a oh. couple weeks ago you know this man said that you know trump seemed trump seemed very presidential and but well, was
1: he being facetious Mm, I can't. Question. it didn't sound like it but I've, I've heard from some people that he was just being facetious
0: yeah but you don't say anything like that but that's beside the point it's like at the same time I'm not gonna attack Van Jones you know I know Van Jones has said a lot of great things and stands for a lot of things that I you know agree with and Overall, we have bigger enemies. And like you said, Tatiana, we don't want to just keep bringing these people up. All we will say is be involved in your local politics, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure you're taking care of that. And then when someone, you know, comes along who really deserves it, you know, you'll hear that sound. You know, we'll take that trip. As far as special delivery... Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Overwatch. Uh, Witcher 3. Uh, Soon to be Mass Effect. About to copters, PlayStation. Get me some of that. Uh, Horizon in. Yeah. I ain't got time for TV, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. So
1: you all video gamed out. is what you're saying.
0: But, you know, on that note, I will say that we have been watching Legion. I've been loving it. People have asked about The Expanse. I know it's one of the best shows on TV. I just haven't had time because my dumb ass is still watching Walking Dead every week. And so, you know, I (laughs) would not be watching The Expanse, but I'm watching Walking Dead like a clown. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we miss it. We definitely miss the Chico Leo. We might have something special for y'all for Iron Fist. That's all I'm going to say. It's still just a possibility. (laughs) I'm Making no promises. But, you know, we're working on a few things right now.
1: All right. And y'all know me. I was pretty much never on special <laughs> delivery in the first fucking place. So I'm not really planning on going on to it. However, to Ben Amin's point, something special may be happening. Mm.
0: Just,
1: Just stay tuned. You'll see.
0: Stay tuned. So as always, you know, if you have a question for us, hit us up, contact that fanbros.com or on Twitter or, or Instagram at Fan Bros Show, you know, leave a comment, hit us with that at reply, you know, we'll get back to you, you know, as always, if we didn't answer your question this week, you know, we keep it on lock. These questions will come back around. Don't worry about it. We're going to get to you. But now it's time to get to
1: Tech Talk with Tatiana. And this week in tech news, Ben, I mean, you have actually provided some some things for us to talk about. One of them involves Snapchat. So this is actually something that I know about the company that they have been planning since before their IPO went public. And they have some plans to actually create media, original quote unquote TV shows that you can watch on Snap. Vice News is one of the people who will be creating content for the Snapchat TV, whatever you want to call it. There are they're going to be premiering an eight episode dating show that's going to star Action Bronson. Why? Oh, hey. <laughs> why? Hey, no, no, I mean, if Flav- I'm not, to, I'm not saying it as a hate. I'm just really like questioning why <laughs> Flavor
0: Flav had oh okay. dating shows Action you got Bronson, it. you know. He can cook. Look, you know, a lot of women love that. Done. Oh, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> if you three. say so. No, for real, I, I didn't I didn't mean it as a oh, I don't like the dude. Yeah. Like I I don't no, I don't care. It's I was really curious like why. Um so besides Vice, they the company Snapchat has already struck deals with NBC, ABC, BBC, all the C's, Turner, New York Times, Discovery, and A&E. Damn, for real? Like, I did not mean to rhyme all of them. Damn. But they are really... Yeah, so it's interesting because a lot of these tech companies, regardless of what they start out as, they have to pivot in multiple different directions to make sure that, quite frankly, to make sure that they're there in the future. You see it with Apple, which is a whole different behemoth. But even Apple is doing things like original programming. We talked about that: the attack of the apps, the planet of the apps, or whatever it's called, program with vice excuse me with Snapchat you have all this stuff going on and 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 with Netflix if you look at the last what 6 7 years the fact that they turn into like a powerhouse of original programming content creation so this is just a natural expansion of tech companies they need to be able to pretty much get their hands in everything and that's why when it comes to tech, why I think I, I just find it so interesting because a lot of these places, regardless of how they start out, if they get big enough, you'll be surprised the type of industries that they jump into.
0: Of course. They got to keep making money. And I mean, Snapchat itself is not making any money, really. So they have to. Do no, not not
1: even really. It has not turned a yeah. profit no. at all. shout to that IPO, though. I think it's at $20, $20 a share. Mm. Um. Finally, if well first this this next one is not safe for work and if you have a child in the room, please move them out the room. A high-tech vibrator, ahem, personal massager maker, we vibe, has settled <laughs> has settled their privacy lawsuit for 3.75 million. Apparently, what has been happening is this personal massage maker was monitoring people's usage of their personal massager and collecting personally identifiable information now in official terms personally identifiable information is information that could personally link uh, a person to very pertinent information that would 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 locate them for instance so your your name and your email your address your social any banking details things like that what was we vibe monitoring
0: is my question. No, my question is actually, <laughs> my, my question. And my answer is the fact that this is only for 3.75 million lets me know right away. That ain't nobody buying a damn. Wee vibe. <laughs> and well, to the clowns who bought a personal massager that is hooked up to the internet. In well, anyway,
1: it's, it's linked to their app. No. Okay. No. And, and, no, it's no. and then, okay, so I'm reading more into the lawsuit. No. Nope. It says the, the app transmitted date, time, and usage nope. details, the person's email addresses, and some other stuff to the company servers without these people's knowledge.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> Don't buy internet dildos, folks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. I mean, they. Gosh.
0: I shouldn't never have to say that sentence. But, you know, for those who needed it, yeah, don't do well, it.
1: Well, you never know some listeners may have had that mich- that device, they may have downloaded the Weed Vibe app. Mm. Uh,
2: the,
1: the company did set aside roughly 3 million for people so in like a class action lawsuit. So, uh 750,000 for they set aside 750,000 for people who purchased just the device. They set aside money for people who also got the app you can get up to ten thousand dollars this is crazy like it's just wow, I
0: had to that s- means a whole lot of people <laughs> bought it
1: oh <Hold> <laughs> what I'm saying you might want to revise what you said like I know you think $3 million is, is is small beans but it's not
0: if you split it down to ten thousand each that means there's a lot of buyers here uh, yeah up to
1: 10k so yeah.
0: oh yeah shout out to y'all uh-huh <laughs> yeah that was a wise choice. Yeah. 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 That that aged well, didn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that, that is it in this week in Test News.
0: <laughs> All right. And it's now time for everyone's favorite segment. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Comic I <laughs> cop. Uh-huh. And in this week on comics Side Cop, thank you to everyone out there who's been using that hashtag comics i copped with two p's don't forget the second one and thank you you know showing off your loot everything you're picking up everything you've been buying even if it's old comics that you've been reading you know or rereading whatever i don't care i just love to see what people are reading because it always shows me and other people who are interested you know different things so if you've got a collection show off your collection whatever you know let's see it but for now, this week, dropping this week actually, is God Country issue number three by Donnie Cates. And God Country, Donnie Cates is a friend of the show. We're going to have him on soon enough. But God Country is a really interesting series from Image. I talked about it when the first issue drops. It's about this old man who's like dying of various diseases. And he's living out in the Midwest somewhere. And this giant sword falls out of the stride. When he Mm -hmm. grabs the sword, he gains the power and strength and abilities of the person whose sword it was. But of course, the person whose sword it was comes looking for him. And so that's the set off. I don't want to give too much war away. But I really like it because it's moving very quickly. You know, it's like not leaving a lot of mystery. They're just opening it up right away. So check it out. Always dope to check out independent books. And also, the latest is... The issue of Invincible, yeah, it's hard to get out because there's only 10 issues or so left. Yeah, this is the second part of a...
1: That's not enough? No,
0: no, mm. no, I'm, no. Invincible is in my top five series of all time, and I wish it could go on forever. I'm happy that Kirkman and Ali are ending it on their own terms, but yeah, it's just one of my favorite series ever. I put young guru onto it and he hit me back like a few days after he bought the first one. And he was like, yo, what What's this about, bro? Like, how are you going to do this to me? You know, I'm about to go buy this whole series. <laughs> well, know.
1: look, you're doing what you do. Mr. Comments, I Cobb. that's what happens. I told you it's because of you. I'm into comments. And there's so many people who really have discovered some dope titles because of you.
0: Well, thank you. Also for fans, like I keep talking about fans of vision, fans of Omega men, Check out the Batman right now, just Batman. There's also All-Star Batman, but it's just Batman, no adjectives, written by Tom King and art by, uh, I want to say it's David Finch. I know his last name is Finch. He's one of the biggest comic book artists, so everybody knows who I'm talking about. But Tom King's a beast, end of story. Like, pretty much anything he writes, I'm going to buy. And Batman has been just, well, not, no, Vision and Omega Men are on some other level. But Batman's great, so check it out if you're not reading it yet. Also in the Bat family today, Batwoman number one, drop by Marguerite Bennett and James Tynion. I'm not sure. Art by Steve Epting. Everyone knows Marguerite Bennett from Animosity, one of my favorite new series ever. And this is Batwoman following the adventures of Oh, uh, is it Kate Kane? I know her last name is Kane, but she's the new Batwoman who was introduced a few years ago by Grant Morrison. New series. Anything Marguerite writes, I'm also checking out from here on out. So check it out. First issue just dropped. Art Steve Epstein. Really dope. And I've always loved this Batwoman. So I'm happy to see her again. And I'm checking it out. So definitely pick those up. And that's it for our comics. I copped, As I always say, Make sure you use that hashtag on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever. Let me see what you copping. Thank you for that. Thank you to everyone out there using that hashtag. I love to see it. I love to see what y'all reading because I just love getting new ideas for what I need to pick up.
1: One thing that we had talked about last time because we were in between announcements but last time we had mentioned that janelle monae was up supposedly up for the running for domino in the deadpool 2 movie well it's actually been cast with zazie beats and i hope i said her name appropriately i pronounced it appropriately if you don't know who she is if you watch atlanta you definitely know she who she is she plays Ernst's ex-girlfriend and baby mama But she is going to be Domino, and I think that's a good collaboration. I I like that choice a lot, and I'm still very happy. I was wild happy when we thought it was Kerry Washington. I was wild happy when I thought it was Janelle Monáe, and I'm still wild happy. I think this is great.
0: Stupid happy because she has shown on Atlanta that she has a great range, and she can definitely portray the attitude that someone like Domino needs to be going up with Deadpool. So I love it. Like, you know, more power to you salutes.
1: Yeah, there is a new Wonder Woman trailer out. I I really don't need to see any more trailers. I'm just praying to God that this is good. I Because I, not that I'm like the hugest Wonder Woman fan, it's just this shit just really looks phenomenal. It looks like they are telling a really great story about a female-led superhero story and making it work. It seems like they're making it work. Obviously, I haven't seen the movie, but it doesn't look watered down. It doesn't look like the typical stuff from the past. It looks like they've really thought about this and are and it's going and if it plays out the way I think it's going to play out, we're all going to be really pleased with what we see.
0: Hmm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping and praying, but you know, my money's on Captain Marvel for the big, you know, um, female oh, t- superhero t- to be good. I'm hoping and praying though for Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. You know, just like I'm hoping and praying for Iron Fist, I'm hoping and praying, but DC has just let me down too much.
1: It's just a constant battle when it comes to female-led anything, whether it's a female-led director, whether it's Mm -hmm. a female-led character. It's a constant battle. We as women, we don't get second chances. Nope. And then if we do, it comes 15 years later and it is that's why again i don't not trying to ride everything on Wonder woman just but it's just like jesus all this money being poured into this project please let this shit work i'm not saying that they're not going to green light anything if it doesn't it's just going to be that much more harder
0: No, as we record this right now, Tatiana, I'm holding a Wonder Woman button in my hand. So it means-
1: (laughs) Are you praying?
0: (laughs) I am praying. I'm sitting here rubbing this button for good luck right now because I also, and I will be there opening weekend. I don't need any more trailers either. I'm there opening weekend, you know, and I'm praying that this movie is dope because we need this. We definitely do.
1: And another thing that I'm super looking forward to, there's actually a lot of good stuff happening. I'm, I'm happy to report that there's so much stuff I'm actually excited by or intrigued by or even uh, just just really into versus stuff that I'm just like, oh, this is trash, this is trash. Something that I do not think is going to be trash at all, that new American Gods trailer came out.
2: Ooh, yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the Neil Gaiman series. I know you do. No. And- Oh, you don't? Oh, no, okay. No, no,
0: I do. Oh, I do. Oh,
1: you do, you do. You said, yeah. How yeah. do you said nah? <laughs> no,
0: no, I definitely do. Uh, I think it's Neil Gaiman. I'm not 100% on that one either, but he's a okay. very famous comic book and everything author. And American Gods, as far as I know, is a novel. I've actually never um, read it, but it's kind of uh, akin to Wicked and Divine, where it features a bunch of gods, and it takes place in the modern world. But the difference is in this, it's more that the old gods, the ones that we all know, or that, you know, I mean, from various different religions, spiritual practices, whatever, from, you know, past time, are coming into conflict with these new gods who are like, techno you know, Technology Boy, I think is one of the gods, and, you know, all these other new gods, and they're battling against them. Mm. That's pretty much all I know. I'm super hyped for it. I can't wait for Wicked and Divine, the TV series, which is also coming. But I love that both of these ideas are coming to screen right now. And that trailer, I stopped watching it halfway through because I was like, all right, I'm good. I don't want to see no more. I want to see when it comes on. <laughs>
1: it, yeah. even, even if, and that's not to say you can only go by what you see, but just from the visual candy, the visual eye mm-hmm. candy that you see, the way that they frame those shots, mm-hmm. and It's graphic, but it's beautiful at the same time. Like, you see one of the characters... Well, you don't see him do, You don't see his face and his body doing it, but you see, like, his hammer or some sort, or I'm not sure what that is, but going through the bodies of presumably other gods, and you just see, like, this burst of blood and flesh. And the way I'm saying it, yeah, it sounds disgusting, but it does not look disgusting.
0: I mean, it it looks beautiful.
1: It looks beautiful, (laughs) and and that's what... That's what's what's mind-boggling me, and that's why I'm kind of tripping off of it because, from a cinematography aspect, it really looks really inspiring, almost. So mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm I'm gonna read more about what American Gods is. It is the book itself called American Gods, or it's yes. called something else. But okay, I'm gonna read more into what that story is even about, so I can really be prepared for this. I just think that this is possibly something that we haven't seen before and something that you're not going to be able to just guess what's going to happen next. You're not going to be able to predict it.
0: Mm -mm. Now, something else that I'm really hyped about, but this is quite a ways away right now, is the Russo brothers are perhaps still not confirmed either, but they will be producing a a TV series for Valiant Comics, Quantum and Woody. And Quantum and Woody is tough to describe. It's just one of the funniest comic books I've ever read. It features two brothers. One of them is black and one of them is white, but they are, you know, brothers. Like, you know, and the explanation for that is within everything else in this comic utterly ridiculous. There's a talking goat with magic superpowers. It's just <laughs> all kind of insanity, <laughs> but it's one of the funniest comics you ever read. And the Russos, you know, are doing Infinity War. They just came off of Civil War. And so, I mean, anything they touch, I'm checking out. And Quantum and Woody is just such a great series that I, if they do it right, you know, good money. So I'm hyped for that. We'll see what happens. And we'll be continuing to report on it as we find out more news.
1: And make sure you guys find out more when it comes to Loot Crate. Loot Crate is still popping always. We have actually tons that came into the studio that, as I had mentioned on our Loot Crate unboxing video, if you haven't watched it, go to the LSN YouTube page. You can see what we unboxed. It was the build box, I believe. Yes, the build uh, themed box. Always, you can go to com slash Fanbros, and use the code Fanbros to get your discount off of your Loot Crate. It's always some popping shit in there. Lots of nice t-shirts, always cute figurines, and uh, really just watch the unboxing video, and you'll really get to see what the stuff, the the stuff that exclusive stuff, first of all, that we get every single month.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Make sure you go over to the Loudspeakers Network on YouTube Subscribe over there, you know, watch all our videos. We'll bring in much more very soon. All kind of vi- video content coming to you in the near future. A lot of great stuff coming from fan bros. Make sure you subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Go over to iTunes, subscribe there as well. Leave a rating, five stars, all that good stuff. you know, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Everywhere in the world, YouTube as well, Fan Bros TV over there. Go ahead, subscribe to our channel. Yep,
1: yes. subscribe to our channel because, as Benjamin I mean, said, there's a lot of really cute and I use the word cute too much. Let's say this: really impressive stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good. impressive. Yeah. Really impressive stuff coming up. We're very we're, we're really putting in work to bring you guys some original content that I think you'll enjoy. So make sure that you're to subscribe to us so that you're first in line when it drops. And also for my Colorful Lives fans, make sure that you are subscribed and checking out Colorful Lives with myself, Angela Yee, and Hey Fran Hey. We have caught up with each other since our last run of the series over the summer. And we talk about Black Girl Magic. And we talk about Um, We actually asked her a bunch of fan questions, actually, Q&A episodes. Really funny. So definitely make sure you listen to that.
0: Yes, for real. Always check out Colorful Lives. Big shout-outs to all y'all doing big things. And if you want to make your life a little bit more colorful, you can go pick up a copy of my children's book, The World Is Yours. You can get it at theworldisyoursbook.com. Go get yourself a copy. It's a beautiful book. Written by me, illustrated by my brother Marcus Aline. Get yourself a copy right now. You know, hit me up. I'll sign up for you, all that good stuff. Anything else before we get out of here, Tatiana?
1: At the end of the day, do
0: Get in. Have some of this barbecue. About the <laughs> electric slide up in here.
1: Oh God.
0: Fat
2: pros.